This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network. Learn more at trine.edu. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Onliners Podcast, a podcast that dives deeper into the mysterious world of online learning, featuring myself, Regina, and my colleague and good friend, Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Regina. We are two higher education professionals at Trine Online, a team within Trine University, located in Angola, Indiana. This week, Kirsten and I are going to share a couple of miniature case studies with you. Or maybe we should just call them what they are, real-life scenarios. It wasn't what we had planned for the week, but the situation presented itself, and we're going to take it. After all, if we're living it, you might be living it too. So here it is. We're circling back to the topic of assignment feedback. Yes, we've already covered feedback in an earlier podcast, but a couple of issues popped up with feedback this week, and we would like to share our experiences. Part of it is the desire to be transparent. While we attempt to spread the ideas and the messages of best practices in online learning, we are very aware that there can still be missteps even within our own organization. It's always about continuous improvement. Let me say that again. All learning modalities should and are in a state of continuous improvement. This includes seated, hybrid, and online. So let me share with you one of the most common concerns that we hear about online learning. One is from faculty and the other is from students. And one of them from students is the focus again for this week. So back to the most common concerns. I think the most common concern about online learning that I hear from faculty is that students cheat online. And my argument has always been students don't cheat because they're in an online course. They cheat because they have a propensity to challenge academic integrity, regardless of the educational environment. Let's face it, there's cheating that happens in online courses, hybrid courses, and seated courses. Now, the most common concern that I hear about online learning from students is, number one, my instructor isn't around, and number two, my instructor isn't giving me any feedback on my assignments. Because of this, Kirsten and I keep coming back to these two topics as much as we can. Faculty need to be present in their courses, and faculty need to give timely, individualized, and specific feedback on assignments. Instructor presence and good feedback can happen in online, hybrid, and seated courses. Okay, so we are going to really dig into the issue that we faced this week in our program regarding feedback. Regina and I both decided immediately that we wanted to focus this podcast on this issue. It's not as much fun as some of the other podcast episodes, and it's a little more uncomfortable exposing our own world, but it is important. I will share the first feedback scenario that we ran into this week, and then Regina will share with you the second scenario. As a side note, these examples and the names have been slightly altered. Also, these situations were positively resolved and gave great opportunities for us to grow and develop. Okay, so with the first scenario, one of our colleagues that works with students in a more direct capacity called me this week. She shared a story with me that one of her students had told her. The student and two of her coworkers are in the same graduate program. 
as their own self-organized cohort, they are taking their graduate classes together. They enrolled in the same courses each term. They do this so that they have an internal support system and so that they can stay on track with assignments, due dates, and so forth. What's really cool is that they also get to discuss topics from the course with each other, and they can relate those to their workplace and use the theories that they learn in their leadership program about their own organization. Of course, they also get to discuss their grades with each other and the feedback that they receive. Students talk. We know that students talk in seated courses. We can see it. We can see it in a seated classroom, in the hallways, walking through campus, and so on. But what faculty need to realize is that online students talk too. Online students talk in their workplace. They talk over instant messages, over email, over Facebook Messenger, and so on. What these three online students quickly figured out was that their instructor was writing the same feedback for each and every student for their assignments, verbatim. In fact, the three students could see the corrections were also made in the exact same place on all three of their papers. And sometimes those corrections weren't warranted. Basically, the students figured out that their instructor wasn't reading their assignment. This student went on to share with our colleague that all three students developed a plan to test this theory. In their papers, they inserted a sentence that was completely off the wall. Let's say that the paper was about leadership theory. One student wrote their paper on participative leadership. The second student wrote their paper on situational leadership. And then the third student wrote his paper on transactional leadership. Three completely different papers. Yet somewhere in the paper, they each inserted the exact same sentence about the mechanics of putting a golf ball. The sentence had nothing to do with the topic of the paper. They were just curious to see if the instructor caught the odd sentence. And their experiment worked. The instructor never saw the sentence. When they compared the feedback on the papers by all three students, the instructor had left the exact same five sentences in general feedback for each of the three students. Yet the only thing that was the same in all three papers was that one sentence about the golf ball. In this situation, the students were not upset about their grade. Honestly, they were getting pretty good grades. They were upset because they felt like they were not receiving the high quality education that they were promised and that they are paying for. This student did go on to say that this has been the exception at our university and that she has had a very positive experience. But as you know, it only takes one situation to leave a lasting impression. Okay, so that was the first scenario that we faced this week. And here's the second one. And this one's a short one. A student reached out to their advisor frustrated because a student did not understand why points were being deducted for his discussion forum work. When we accessed the course to get a sense of the whole picture, we realized that there was no feedback left for students on any assignment. We checked in with the instructor. The instructor stated, throughout my course, I don't give individual feedback on every assignment, but if a student reaches out and asks, I am happy to share some feedback with them. So I'm going to give a moment of silence for that missed opportunity and allow the instructor's response to sink in. Okay, we're back from that moment of silence. Now what? Well, first, in the scenario that Kirsten shared, we have to reiterate that individualized and specific feedback matters. Students read feedback. They want 
feedback. They think about their feedback. They attempt to apply the concept from the feedback that they receive into their next assignments. They want to know specifically what about their work was good and what needed to be improved. Students put time and effort into their submissions. Students deserve the same or more time and effort from instructors in the feedback that they receive. In this case, some may argue that the good news is that feedback was left at all. But we've moved past the early days in online learning when something was good enough. Online learning has progressed. Students know this. Their expectations about their experiences in online and hybrid learning have been elevated by exceptional faculty. The majority of faculty are doing an excellent job at our institution and at other institutions across the country. But students talk and students share and compare their experiences. In scenario number two, when the instructor shared that he doesn't give individual feedback unless asked, well, we don't need to go into a long narrative to you, our listeners, about why this is not the best approach to teaching. But we do want to highlight that it happened. And to our dismay, it happened recently. We know that faculty want to do a good job. So when these two situations arose last week, Regina and I looked at each other and asked, how is our messaging not getting through? What can we do to keep our expectations and our students' expectations communicated? How can we help faculty we know want to do a great job? And the answer is we were going to keep working on it. But we also encourage faculty to encourage each other. Faculty are all on the same team. We are all judged individually, but we are also judged collectively. A subpar instructor brings a spotlight to us all, but on the flip side, an outstanding instructor also brings a spotlight to us as well. Meaningful feedback, feedback that is timely, individualized, and specific matters to students. Students are savvy consumers of their education. If they aren't getting what they need to be successful, another institution is just a click away. So we don't just want to end the episode here. We don't just want to leave you lingering on, I need to give individual feedback. Am I? We want to give you some additional tips when giving feedback in your online class. And for more tips, refer to our other episode on feedback. We also don't want you to think we are picking on the faculty in these situations. As a community of higher education professionals, we are always looking to learn and grow. What better way to do this than to learn from each other? We all make mistakes in our classes, whether seated, hybrid, or online. And no matter how skilled we become, we will still make mistakes because we are only human. But what can we do to provide students with the feedback that they so desperately need and want? One thing that I always do in my feedback is state the student's name and give at least one positive and one constructive remark if needed. For example, great job on your discussion this week, Peyton. You did a good job of making a clear connection between accountability and organizational change. In your peer responses, you could have asked meaningful questions or provided thoughtful comments on a different point of view to make our class discussion richer, but overall great job. 
And again, I just want to reiterate what Kirsten said in that we are all human and we make mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes. And one thing that's really helped me, particularly when it comes to feedback, is to know myself and to know my schedule. And I try to carve out time in my schedule when I know that I can focus on giving the kind of feedback that my students deserve. You know, we know that you're a busy individual. We're all super busy. But determine when the best time to grade is for you. For me, it is early in the morning. I'm fresh and I can concentrate on what my students are saying in their work. Being effective and giving valuable assignment feedback means instructors need to focus. So the tip is carve out time in your schedule and carve out time that works for you. And another tip is give varied feedback. By this, I mean use audio, video, and written methods for giving feedback. This can be way out of my comfort zone. This term I am teaching creativity, innovation, and influence. I thought, hmm, I'm asking my students to break out of their comfort zones to think creatively and see things from different perspectives. I should probably practice what I teach. So I decided to go out of my comfort zone and include video and audio feedback as well as written feedback and I was shocked by the response I got. One student commented to me and said, I just wanna let you know that the feedback you have provided throughout this course has been fantastic. I know from a student's perspective, it is greatly appreciated. It is nice to get good feedback that's not always negative feedback or just no feedback at all. I really like how you incorporated video and audio feedback. This gave the class a more personal touch that online classes so often miss. I think that all instructors should do this. Okay, here's another tip. If you've had a crazy week and you can't get to your grading, tell students that you're running behind. Instead of just giving subpar feedback, explain to the students, tell them that you want to do a good job with giving feedback and you need an extra day or two to get it done to the level that they deserve. Also, another tip is use specifics from their work. Let me give you an example. I really enjoy reading something that is written well. And once in a while, a student writes one sentence that just knocks my socks off. The sentence is eloquent, word choice is perfect. And when that happens, I literally quote the student back to the student. I tell them that my favorite sentence in their whole document was, and then I share that sentence back to them. They are usually really honored that I quoted them back to them. So find something specific about their work that is outstanding and share it with them. And then they know that you are reading their work and you appreciate their effort. In a study conducted by Beverly Getzleff, Beth Perry, Greg Toffner, Kimberly LaMarche, Margaret Edwards, titled Effective Instructor Feedback, Perceptions of Online Graduate Students, which we will include in the show notes, they found that, and here's a quote, although students identified the important role that feedback played in correcting their errors and encouraging them to think critically and in new ways, they also recommended that truly effective feedback could accomplish this and still leave students with enhanced self-esteem by being positively constructive. Also, as Regina mentioned earlier, be promptly in your feedback, but also be honest about when you have time to give that individual positive and constructive feedback. In your weekly announcements, tell your students, I will have all of your grades for last week's assignments graded by Wednesday or whatever day that you can get them all done. 
In the article that Regina just referenced, on the study conducted, they also stated that the data indicated that students believe it was important to know when they should expect feedback and that providing feedback sooner allowed the students ample time to use this feedback in a meaningful way and on future assignments. So in wrapping up, feedback is a part of instructor presence, and you know how important instructor presence is in an online course because we talk about it every week. Giving your students rubrics for their assignments and using those rubrics to give individual positive and constructive feedback is how our students learn in our online classes. Making your feedback varied can also help bring that personal touch. Your students are eager to absorb information. You are the expert and they are looking to you for guidance. When you give them feedback on every assignment, discussion forum, quiz, and so on throughout the course, you will watch your online class transform. You will feel more connected, and so will your students. So we want to thank you again for joining us in this week's episode of The Onliners. We hope that you enjoyed this bonus episode on feedback, a topic that we are obviously very passionate about. Break out of your comfort zones and try some of the tips that we discussed this week. And stay tuned for another episode next week. Also, if you haven't already, like our Facebook page, The Onliners. And email us at theonliners at trying.edu with any episodes ideas that you would like us to cover. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.